This is the Intimacy Podcast. Today you're listening to episode 41, The Intimacy Model. Part 1, Fact or Story? Welcome. This is the Intimacy Podcast. Here you'll find clean sex talk, answers to your intimate questions, and practical advice to take your relationship to the next level. I'm your host, certified intimacy coach and instructor, Rhonda Farr. While this podcast is not rated explicit, some content may not be suitable for younger listeners. Hey friends, so glad to be with you again. Did you notice anything different about my podcast today? I decided to change the name. Don't worry, the content will stay the same. Hopefully it will be even better. But I wanted the podcast title to reflect my content and my audience. As I've been taking on more couples and men in my practice, and I've been receiving more and more feedback from the men who listen to my podcast, I felt like I just needed a change. It's so funny though. One time I asked in a small sample group about the possibility of changing the title of my podcast and a husband said, no, (laughs) don't do that. He said, it's fun feeling like we men get a little sneak peek of what the women are talking about. Another husband commented that his wife actually hates that he listens to a women's podcast. (laughs) Some of you will like it and others of you might miss the sister society, but rest assured you are still my sister. And I'm so happy to have my brothers here too. The truth is, my passion is talking about intimacy and sharing with all of you how to increase the happiness in your relationships. And guess what? That includes the brothers, my friends, it includes your husbands. So now marks the birth of the Intimacy Podcast. Let's go. (laughs) Another fun thing about today is it's the beginning of a three-part series that will be the foundation of everything I teach. Over the course of the next few weeks, I'm going to lay out a foundation for you that will help every aspect of your marriage if you will use it. Promise. This series is one that you'll want to listen to with your partner and share with anyone you care about. Also, this series is one that you should take time to put a pen to paper and do the practical work with. It will change you and your understanding of yourself and your relationships. So let's dive in. Today, I'm talking about the facts in your relationship and the story you tell yourself about those facts or circumstances. And at first, you may wonder, what does this have to do with intimacy? But I promise you, it's crucial In fact, when I work with someone, it's one of the first things we go over. We have to understand our own stories in order to have a healthy relationship with ourselves and our spouse. One of the most important things I could ever teach you and my clients is that facts don't hurt you. What does that even mean? Stay with me and I'll explain it all because it's very important. Let's use an extreme example that most of us would agree cause pain in our lives or hurt us. I want you to think about when someone you love has passed away. Most of us would say that's a very painful thing to experience. What if you're away on a lovely vacation with your family when the person you love passes? 
Let's say you don't even know that it's happened for hours. You aren't in pain or suffering yet because you haven't had a thought about it yet. The fact that the person you love has passed doesn't hurt. It starts to take, um, it starts to hurt the minute your brain takes in that information, processes it, and begins thinking the thoughts about it, okay? You might start thinking, it was too soon for them. I didn't get a chance to say goodbye. This can't be happening to me. This isn't right. I'll never see them again. I'll miss them terribly. Our brains are so efficient, it might even seem like there are no thoughts at all, just reactions, but I promise you there are thoughts going on. This seems like a subtle nuance that isn't super important at first. You're like, well, why does it matter if it's the actual fact that someone passes or my thoughts about it? It's still the same experience for me, but it's very important. When we realize the facts themselves don't hurt, and it's actually our thoughts that hurt, we suddenly can take our power back. We get to be in control of our lives. Because think about it, the facts are something outside of us, but our thoughts are within us. They're within our control. Now, please don't think I'm suggesting we shouldn't have thoughts, or sad thoughts in particular, when someone we love dies. I actually think we should. I want to be the kind of person who feels sadness and grief when someone I love passes away. I don't want to change my thoughts to rainbows and daisies and pretend I don't care. I do care. I am a human. I felt immense pain and grief when my child and when my brother passed away. It was part of my grieving process. I just want to make it clear that we don't have to be at the effect of everything and everyone outside of us. We create our lives mostly with our own minds, and that's okay. In fact, it's how it's supposed to be for us humans, and just being aware of this can be so empowering. Once we understand this process, we're no longer at the effect of everything in our lives. We can start being intentional about how we navigate our circumstances and our relationships. One of the first things I have my clients do when we start working together is something I like to call a thought download or a brain dump. It's super easy and I highly suggest you do this yourself. Either pause the podcast after I explain what it is and do it now or after you listen, take a minute then. Basically, you just get all of your thoughts about a particular circumstance or a particular person down on paper so that you can look at everything objectively. Just write at the top of the paper an open-ended sentence. My marriage is dot dot dot. Sex is dot dot dot. I am dot dot dot. You get the idea. Whatever it is that you're struggling with right now, I want you to write it down. Next, you just start writing. You fill up the paper with every single thing that comes to your mind. You do this without judgment. And I'm gonna tell you, for most of you, some crazy things are gonna come out of your brain and you're like, why on earth am I thinking this? Why would those thoughts even come to my mind? That's horrible. This is what I want you to know. Don't judge yourself, let it out. Brains do some crazy stuff sometimes and that's just what they do. Doesn't mean you're a terrible or a bad person if you have thoughts of jealousy or thoughts of resentment or worse. 
It just means brains do some crazy stuff sometimes. I promise you, this is the way to navigate through a situation. The one caution I would give is if the download involves harsh judgments or private information about someone in your home or somebody you care about, probably want to be super careful about keeping it confidential until you dispose of it. After you let it all out, and I mean everything, I want you to go back through your notes and I just want you to circle the facts on your paper. We often believe our stories so deeply that we think everything about them are facts when they're really not. So what? Well, as long as the story isn't super painful or causing unnecessary grief in our lives, it's fine. But many of our stories are very painful, even intolerable to some of my clients and are oftentimes drawn out far too long than they have to be. And I'm guessing if you care enough to do this exercise about it, your story's probably painful too. <laughs> so I have to feel like, or I feel like I have to give a little lesson with this, okay? So when I say go back and circle just the facts, I want you to know facts are only things that everyone would agree on. That means the other people in your family, even the person you're writing about would agree. Facts can be proven in a court of law. So let me give you an example. If it's 100 degrees outside and I say, wow, it's super hot day today, that is not a fact. That is a story or a thought about the fact. My friends in Nevada or Arizona might not agree with me that 100 degrees is a hot day. Now, if I just say it's 100 degrees, that is the fact. If I say my child got a bad grade on his test, not a fact. Some parents or teachers would not agree with that. If I say he got a 32% on the test, that is a fact. Okay, are you with me? Go back through your download and circle all of the facts. There usually aren't too many, by the way. Probably two or three facts in your story at the most. Now, we know that everything else that isn't circled is just your story about the facts. And this is important to know. Let me tell you why. The thoughts we have become our story, okay? So that's everything that's not circled. And we often tell this story over and over again, either to other people or we just say it over and over in our minds with our thoughts. These thoughts and stories that get repeated over time become our beliefs. And beliefs are the way we interpret everything in our lives. Yep, after you've done this exercise, look at all those thoughts and beliefs that you have on paper and ask yourself, do you want this to be the way you interpret your marriage, the way you view your body, the way you think of your sexual experiences? Have you ever heard of the term confirmation bias? Confirmation bias is when we interpret the world around us based on our existing beliefs. Our brain creates evidence that what we already believe is true. For example, if someone cuts in front of us in the carpool line at school and we think the parents at this school are a bunch of impatient jerks, we'll likely create a story about how rude they are and how entitled these people are. If we notice someone we really like and respect cutting the carpool line in front of us, we'll likely tell ourselves a story about how they must be late for an appointment or how they likely have a family emergency. Do you see? Your thoughts create a story. 
When you continue to tell the same story about your relationship or whatever person it is in your life that you're thinking of right now, you form beliefs. These beliefs shape the way you interpret everything in this situation or in this relationship. This stuff is so important. It literally will determine the reality you experience every day. Think about it. If you believe sex is a chore or just for your spouse, how do you interpret their advances? Loving or selfish? If you believe intimacy is totally worth figuring out in your marriage, how do you interpret the learning process or the experimenting with new things? As an irritation or as an opportunity for connection? Now I'm making this kind of simple and black and white today, and I realize that for teaching purposes, but I really want you to understand this concept. When it comes to personal matters, identifying and understanding the patterns of one's life is much easier done from an outside perspective, okay? And sometimes that can require some professional help. That's what I do for my clients. I help them gain perspective and understand the meanings they have assigned to certain situations in their lives. And I also help them understand what's behind those patterns, okay? Now listen, speaking of patterns, I read a book one time and it was talking about how our brain literally can get stuck in a rut. And when we have patterns of thoughts and beliefs, I think this is what's happening. I want you to think about a rut in the earth. What causes the rut? Usually wind or water that have taken the same path over time. So think about how long it takes for a rut to form. Years usually, right? Over and over again. Now here's the interesting thing. When we have these ruts or these thought patterns that have formed these beliefs in our mind, it's the same way. Usually it's that we're thinking similar thoughts, a similar version of the same thought over and over again, and it happens over the course of a lot of time. When we want to change these thought patterns, I promise you it won't come easily, right? We literally have to form a new rut. We literally have to think new thoughts over time, over and over again. That's how we form a new belief, okay? This might seem a lot of work, and it's probably going to seem counterintuitive to do that, but it's such a useful skill to be able to look at your thoughts and understand this is just a meaning that I'm assigning to this circumstance in my life. It's something that I can change after I process through this and after I fully understand it. And that, again, is what I help my clients do. It likely doesn't work or it won't work for you if you're just like, okay, I don't like that belief anymore. I'm just going to switch to a new one. It's a process and it's a guided process that is very, very doable. This will help your relationship both with yourself so much, but also your relationship with others. You guys, it is so gracious and helpful to look at someone you love and understand that they are also experiencing the facts of your relationship or the facts of your life together through their own interpretation helps you not to take their experience personally. Seriously, their interpretation of what's going on has to do with them. Their life has been shaped through their own thoughts, their own beliefs, their own experiences from childhood, from previous relationships, maybe something that has nothing to do with you. But then they form beliefs 
And that then influences their interpretation of everything around them. We'll talk more about these concepts further in the coming two weeks and how they apply to more aspects of the intimacy model. But for now, I just want you to start realizing how many thoughts you have about the facts in your life. What kinds of stories are you telling yourself about the circumstances in your relationship? Do not judge yourself for this. Just notice what's happening. You are human. This is normal. We all do it. But when you start to truly understand it, I promise you, it will change the way you see the world, your relationships, and it will empower you to create the experiences you truly desire. All right, my friends, I will talk to you next week. And hey, since this is sort of a revamp of sorts for the podcast, why don't you help me out by leaving me a review on iTunes? I would love that. All right, thanks so much, friends. I'll talk to you next time. Mm -hmm.